This program was made possible by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting and by contributions to your PBS station from viewers like you. Thank you. That uh, That's so true, Bestie. <laughs> I'm going to start saying it like that is that is very true my that best is, friend. That is so true best. <laughs> the veracity of that is not in dispute. <laughs> my pal. Like my mate. Like undistilling distilled phrases. Yeah. It's making probably them extremely true. complicated in in a sort of in a sort of uh Oh god, I'm blanking on his name. It's, ben what's his face? I think that's his last his surname is what's his face. Yeah. 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 Ben 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 Ben. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ben Ben's a weird name, huh? Ben. Yeah. Ben Jamin. I know, a, I know um, a Ben. I literally cannot recall his last name, but I'm not going to worry about that because frankly that seems like a benefit to me. Well, you know, they won't a lot of a lot of surnames is, are hard to remember nowadays, and that's I don't true. think that's your fault. Yeah. Um, um so speaking I, well speaking of viewers like you i just wanted to mention the patreon um, okay yeah because we mm. often forget to do that yeah, you guys been, can go sign been up particularly and bad about it this season but yeah you yeah. can go and uh yeah you can go to patreon.com slash good stuff and patronize yeah. the network this uh, isn't free you yeah know. Cost so costs money to host audio files on the internet. As it turns, we don't out. have we don't have ads or doing. There's not. Unfortunately, there isn't a constitutional right to post a podcast. So you do have to. You know, it's just like health insurance. You know, all podcasts like in a better society. Be, <laughs> all podcasts should be hosted by the Library of Congress. That's that's true. Yeah. <laughs> that it's I've been saying when it. when you publish a podcast, you're actually legally obligated to send them a copy of it. <laughs> On some sort of physical media. Yeah, right. <laughs> the, 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 sending tapes. They only accept reel-to-reel quarter-inch tape. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately that's systems. just how you have to do it. That's, that's the government bureaucracy, baby. Yeah, it's like, it, it, uh, we only accept digital compact cassettes or uh, or those little mini clips. Oh, gosh. I forgot about those. Keep we should... So, you know, it's a trend now that, that uh, you know, bands are obviously releasing their stuff on vinyl again some are even releasing on uh cassettes or even more obscure formats i think we should put an episode of the podcast out on a hit clip (laughs) and like auction it off (laughs) yeah yeah i know exact i already know exactly which listener because (laughs) i i I know exactly which listener is gonna own a hit clip player yeah and Mm -hmm. uh i'll just leave it at that we Uh, love them Anyway, we've been dancing around uh, the the main topic of the show today, which is I text you a very important question yesterday, which uh, it occurred to me, which is are Grimace and Barney related? They're bur- they're um, both big purple monsters. I feel like there's got to be something there. There's they're they're very yes, and they they also have a similar gaping open wide mouth thing yeah. going on. They're, they're both like, soy facing at all times. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, yeah, I think so. And uh, I, I, so far, I cannot find any sort of connection. But I do have a cork board up in my room. Um, I've got uh, plenty of red string, but. This is from Inside Edition. It says, Ronald McDonald's furry purple pal Grimace, who bears a striking resemblance to Barney the Dinosaur, is actually an, quote, enormous taste bud, according to a published report. Wow. That is fascinating. Uh, I don't know that I necessarily believe that. I, I believe that um, Barney, Barney and Grimace are basically the same creature, but from like parallel universes, you know? Oh yeah, it's they're like just a convergence from, that's happening. Yeah, so yeah, it's it's yeah. the multiverse kind of a thing. Exactly, like, like the Spidermans. Yeah, I just the, the <laughs> idea he's a giant taste bud. You know what? I like to think of myself as that. Right, like I'm like a giant taste bud. You know. Well, and I I do want to I do want on the multiverse thing. I do want to take the opportunity here to announce uh, our new upcoming video game, Grimace versus Barney. It's a fighting game. You know, sort of like Marvel versus Capcom or whatever. But it's got. Um, you'll have all the McDonald's characters versus versus all the PBS children's shows yeah. characters. So you'll be able to you'll be able to uh, you know fight Tinky Winky as uh, you know Mayor McCheese. <laughs> I I can't explain to you how much I would pay for that. Can, can you imagine? That would be a great like phone game. To be honest, it's <laughs> oh, or just on the Switch or something like put, just like a put, old arcade game. Put Mayor McCheese and Smash. <laughs> 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 that would be I'm awesome. texting I, I'm tweeting at Nintendo every day to get them to add the boobahs to Super Smash Brothers <laughs> <laughs> well imagine the little nuggets the little little chicken nugget guys yeah mm-hmm. Ooh. I will not rest until all of the care until the hacker from Cyber Chase is uh, <laughs> included in the next installment of Super Smash Brothers <laughs> So you, so the next item references, I'm PBS pilled currently. (laughs) I could tell, I could tell. I think you played me no less than like 15 uh, PBS sound clips that you've added. That's correct. The soundboard. So I'm excited to be interrupted by them today instead of the bat to the bone. (laughs) That one is particularly, that hits because that was the shit that was on during the daytime when I was a kid. And mm-hmm. I was homeschooled, which meant I just watched a lot of TV mm-hmm. and we, we, we didn't have cable for a lot of the time. So we just, I'd watch a lot of PBS and, uh, man, a production of WGBH Boston. Uh, you, now the next item you, you sent me, you said is, I'm, is going to make me really mad gonna... and I moved it right up to the top. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So a number of seasons ago, I don't remember um, because I flush my brain as soon as we finish recording. So I don't even remember what's in the previous episode. But we talked in the past about workism, you know, the work ethic stuff, career influencers, grind set, whatever. Um, And there's a lady on TikTok who uh, is caused or did cause quite a bit of a kerfluff. It's funny. I'm looking at her TikToks here and like her TikToks are getting on average like between 7,500 and, and 15,000 views, except for this one, which got 814,000 views. Um, and, you should and be one of the first people in the office and one of the okay. last to leave if you are in the first five years of your career. And here's why. 
Essentially, it's because you have something to prove. You do not yet have a decade of experience under your belt. Your work doesn't speak for itself yet, but your work ethic can. But how am I still supposed to create work-life balance for myself? That I will go over in the next video. Bruh. You should be one of the... F um... We're noting that uh, the TikTok audience in the comment section did not care for this at all. Um, yeah, so I've seen this video, but only like the first few seconds where she says, you should be the first in and out of the office. And then someone stitching it with yeah. like just them like, you know, groaning, pulling yeah. their face down, <laughs> like right. reacting poorly. So it's been a meme, but I never once went back to watch the original video because I like I just saw it and I was like, I have no empathy for it. Give well, me a the, break. The good news is that she's got some follow-ups I'll here. double down. You should be one of the first in the office and the last to leave if you're at the very beginning of your career. And this person's absolutely right. That video... So, okay, so she's responding to a comment that says, that's if you want a promotion. Some of us just want a job to pay our bills. It's not for the average person. My advice on this app is not for the average person. It's not advice for somebody who just wants to pay their bills. If that's you... I would not take my advice, but if you want to rise to the top, if you want to be a exemplary employee, if you want to be a leader, and if you want to be well-respected in your industry, then keep watching. Excellence is not. <laughs> that's, that's, I just, the, the like self-assured way that's like, my advice is not for everyone. It's for people who want to be exemplary. It's like okay exemplary for but, what or for who but but what but what is her advice you might ask besides being the first in the office and the last to leave because she she addressed or well she brought up people's comments of like how do i maintain a work-life balance she said she would address that in the next video so she did address it uh let's see what she has to say this about is the long-awaited video if you want to go far in your career and you want to show up early and leave late at your job how do you still preserve your mental health and work-life balance let's go one thing I do, and this is new for me, at my current job, I do not have any work on my personal cell phone, and I don't have a work phone either. That means when I... Okay, good good for you. Um, um, that's, that's literally not yeah, possible must, for must many be people. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I could get away with that. Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, anyway, she continues. The house, to go to a doctor's appointment in the middle of the day, I'm not talking to my coworkers. I'm having time for myself. Another thing I do is I never let my calendar be full of meetings back to back to back all day, every day. Never. Instead, if I know that I have okay. work to do, which Great I do every day, you. I block off small 30 minute or hour long chunks during each day that I know I oh, can get. Wow. Innovative advice. Block off time Boy. for yourself. No one's ever mentioned that before. <laughs> Yeah, why don't you just why don't you just block off time for yourself? Just like, block off thirty minutes. Just do that. Because just because, tell your boss, no, this is my blocked off time, and I'm not working. And you'll be like, oh, I'm so sorry, I, I didn't realize. All your coworkers are going to respect your calendar and not schedule, uh, you know, events on top of your pre-existing events either. <laughs> what world is work done? One last thing I do, and I have a lot of these. I'll make a couple of videos on this is my oh, manager thanks. and I have conversations regularly about my stress level on a scale from one to 10. He knows that if it ever gets above a seven for me, we have to work very hard to eliminate or reduce the sources of the stress. Okay. Why does he know that? <laughs> Why does he care? What is, is your manager, your, your like dad, your, your husband, your uncle, your sister, your, your yeah. bestie. Like that's the, this is the one. these.
it, it uh, the top comment on this video says this is still so vague paren not surprising close paren you say you and your manager work to reduce your stress what does that mean <laughs> what does that look like someone else says this is just so unrelated to many people's work conditions have you ever considered giving advice that could actually work for everyone when i when i, when I i'm going to bust out a rare one that i haven't i've had this one since my former podcast I haven't used it recently, but it's the puking slash fighting sound effect because that's how it makes me feel. Yeah, this is. It's so exhausting. Um, and so these so people wanna, live in a completely different realm, different world than the yeah. rest of us. So this person's bio on TikTok is advice for ambitious corporate employees who want an amazing career. And I just want to say, gross, I don't I don't want an amazing career. I want an amazing life. Who wants an amazing I, career? Why I just you, say what? like like that. And that's how evil this stuff is. Like, it's just like so gross. Mm-hmm. Who you shouldn't want that. You should be ashamed yeah. of yourself. Like you should, you should whisper is, these ideas servile, in secret. Frankly. Yes. It's, it's like definitely servile. It's, it's like peon pills. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She's, she's going full henchman. It's just like, and to wit, um, these sort of people make it worse for everyone else. And, I'm, I just, look, look. She she made the point in another video. She's like, "Oh, um, this up and coming generation seems to want to work for things that benefit them and not things that benefit the company." And it's like, uh, y- "Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what 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 else would be my motivation?" Um, because yeah, like but, the uh, underlying assumption that if you benefit the company, it benefits everyone is, is just so patently false and untrue to people. And nobody is like assuming that any, anymore, except for people who work for their family members or who have a huge safety net don't really need to work. So for them, that doesn't matter. And it's not a factor, but that's just not how the world is for almost anybody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did look into the person, this person more, cause they have a link in their bio to like one of these, you know, like this is a snip feed page, you know, these like landing pages with all the socials and then a whole bunch of links. So, mm-hmm. um, she's got a newsletter, of course, of course. Um, and an Amazon storefront, got a LinkedIn learning course. Um, let's see, <laughs> what is this called here? Uh, nano tips for creating a more effective relationship <laughs> with your manager. <laughs> Never tell me nano tips. Never use Never, that word yeah. around me. <laughs> Welcome to our nano tips series. Um, and then she's got like in the news, she's got like some media hits here. And it turns out this is the lady who popularized the concept of quiet quitting. Um, That's so American. Oh my God. I guess she made the TikTok that used that phrase and then went viral. And so got written up for a lot of that. Um, uh, into the so, volcano into the volcano yeah into the volcano it's funny when you do some research and you really dig around with these people and you find out like just what tremendously terrible things they've wrought upon this world like it's never yeah. just one thing they've just been a barnacle and a parasite for a while I, and it's oof. i think it's just fascinating me because it's clear this person's motivations are like completely like the polar opposite of mine right i want to live a good life and work as little as possible you know and this person's self-worth is entirely tied to 
their position on the corporate ladder. And I, I honestly, I feel bad for them because <laughs> it's like, I don't know that you're going to find what you hope to find in that, you know, like yeah. that, uh, that progression up is naturally limited to very few people and most people don't make it. Uh, but you know, good luck to you, I guess. Knowledge. I'm, I'm just sick of it. Yeah. Yeah. I Get agree. me out of this. <laughs> so I want to introduce you. We're, we're we're going on to our our new newish vertical here, Weirdcopedia, and I want to introduce you to Michael Latio. Uh, I don't uh, know how to say that. Oh, this in is French, French. Uh, so it's like Michel Lotito, something like that. You'll yeah. hear it in the video. But first, I want to go to his his Wikipedia page. Um, he's a French entertainer. Um, famous for deliberate consumption of indigestible objects. He became known as Monsieur Mouth Manageal or Mr. Eat It All. <laughs> He's manging. Monsieur, Monsieur Mange Tout. <laughs> Mange Tout. Mange Tout? Something like that. Mange Mange. <laughs> Mr. Eat All. <laughs> he, he, he got started at nine. Started from the bottom, now he's here. So <laughs> you know what you know what this is? This uh-huh. is an autistic special interest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? Really, it's uh, we shouldn't because of woke. They won't. They won't. <laughs> yeah. They'll tell you that this guy is just a weirdo in a it's, sideshow. But this honestly, is this is actually super valid. Um, yeah, yeah, and we support him. Um, so he began in uh, his career, like publicly doing it in the sixties. And he had an eating disorder known as PICA, which is a psychological disorder where you just like want to eat substances that are non nutritive. Mm-hmm. Um, so they they just like recommended like, hey, why don't you just like. Yeah, it says doctors determined that he had a thick lining in his stomach and intestines, which allowed his consumption of sharp metal without suffering injury. He also had digestive juices that were unusually powerful, meaning he could (laughs) digest the unusual materials. However, it also meant that soft food such as bananas and hard boiled eggs made him sick. That is fascinating. (laughs) MF MF can eat a bolt, but he can't eat an egg. (laughs) My dude's stomach acid has a pH of like zero. (laughs) (laughs) listen to this his performances involved the consumption of metal glass rubber and other materials he disassembled cut up and consumed such items as bicycles shopping carts televisions (laughs) beds and a cessna 150 what (laughs) he ate a whole cessna dude (laughs) (laughs) see when you said like eating undigestible objects i thought you know i'm thinking like oh maybe he's eating like a paper plate or like a cup or something not a Cessna 150. <laughs> it says it took two years for him to eat it. What? <laughs> he, uh, he what do you do? Rec- a Cessna 150 is like something you have a title to. What do you say? Like, do you get like, oh, it was uh, destroyed. Um, <laughs> I can't well, say how. This, <laughs> there's this really cool ABC. I think it's ABC Australia um, segment it, uh, talking about him. Michel Lotito is both a gourmet and an exceptional record breaker. You shouldn't be surprised if you see him ignore a ham and chicken while he's out doing his weekly shopping with his wife, because the food that he's keen on is normally found in the DIY department. But this is a man who, when he eats in a restaurant, carefully prepares his own selection of top quality products. The sharper, the more breakable or piercing the ingredients, the better the meal will be. Naturally, not every restaurant can cater for a man that the whole world has nicknamed Mr. Eats All. So at Chez Jackie, 
It's a mixed salad for Marcel, while Mr. Eats All is already greedily eyeing his favorite starter. So his wife's got a salad I... plate. He's got a plate of greens and salad, but mixed with light bulbs, screws, glass, things of that nature. Mm. <laughs> he prepares so well. Breaking a light bulb in a napkin for safety. Well, just like you cut off a slice of meat from a roast, well, I break mine with a hammer and I eat it. Mm. <laughs> that was a very unsettling noise. Mm, it's delicious. <laughs> How's yours? It makes mine's my skin really crawl. delicious. Well, he certainly seems oh, to be enjoying like it. I don't like but that. But despite appearing relaxed, <laughs> like Mr. Eatsall just... is a master of his art, which is first and foremost great control over his body. A superb concentration without which he could have an accident with the smallest of his extravagances. Just eating washers. As you can see from this x-ray, the chewing technique for these ingredients is essential for a good preparation. The next stage, the esophagus Surely is tricky. Chew There's the risk of tearing the delicate tissues as the sharp objects yeah. go down. In addition to his contractions, Mr. Eatall has a little trick to make them slide down into his stomach. And after all, well, that, they don't say here what it is, but in the in the Wikipedia, it's that he he chases everything with mineral oil. So, <laughs> my man is an industrial compactor. Yeah. <laughs> Would you care for a dessert? No, not for me. No, not for me. I don't eat bananas. Thank you. No. <laughs> When I eat a banana and I have metal in my stomach, it causes heartburn. And as I'm soft, I hate pain. So, unfortunately, I can't eat bananas. Too bad. Or rather, just as well. That, I, the whole time I've just been thinking, how many calories is a Cessna 150? It How says, do you put that in on my fitness pal, huh? Yeah, it is estimated between 1959 and 1997 he had eaten nearly nine tons of metal. Um, the list, do, his list, the list. Yeah, we got to go through the list here. List of unusual items consumed. It starts with at least 45 door hinges, 18 bicycles, 15 shopping carts, seven TV sets, six chandeliers. Two beds, one pair of skis, one computer, one Cessna 150, one water bed, brackets, full of water. Boy. 500 <laughs> meters of steel chain at once, one coffin with handles, and one Guinness award plaque. That's right. <laughs> they gave him a Guinness plaque for Strange's diet, and he ate it. <laughs> this is... If you, if you need to demolish your house, just get this guy to come by, and he'll take care of it for you. You know? Yeah. Be like, this Michelle, guy's like a can human, you please eat my house? He's, you know how termites evolved to eat wood? He's just the next evolution of humans that's evolved to eat, um, you know, post-industrial waste. Yeah. Like yeah. metals and plastics and such. It's a so. shame we didn't study this man more while he was alive, because I feel like we could yeah. have made some advances, you know? In, inshallah, we could have been a lot farther along. Uh, yeah, we could have alleviated, you know, we could have alleviated world hunger in some ways by enabling people to eat, you know, more inanimate things, <laughs> indigestible things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, that's today's Weirdpedia. Uh, I've got some more in the bank, but you know what? I was just thinking I should I should let people know if you if you've got an interesting 
weird weird Wikipedia uh, thing. Just send it my way. Don't send it to Andrew because I enjoy it yeah. being a surprise for him. Um, and yes, I, I would appreciate any sort of submissions. Um, <clears throat> I've also created it. I'm. You know what? I, this is the season of new verticals, Andrew. Hmm. Um, that's a I shame think, because this is the last episode of the season. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're just trying to set it all up in place, right? Before this the is, next this season, is a preview. Like, this is a this is a uh, test. This is a pilot for a new vertical. <laughs> yeah. Um. Now this is called the maritime moment, and it, and mm. it's a new vertical because really we've sort of had this vertical because things keep happening in the seas. You know. Mm. Yeah. Um. And I figure you know what it's going to be a regular thing. Let's let's create its own little section here. Yeah. Um, so the first story it you probably out, heard about. I didn't about, know we had this vertical, but I actually have something that goes with this vertical. So see, uh, there you go. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so an orca has rammed into a yacht near Scotland, which, oh, I heard as this, you know, yes. is like thousands of miles away from the other orcas in near Spain. Mm-hmm. Um. So the it's orcas spreading. are unionizing. Yeah, they have some sort of communication network. Um, yeah. Yeah. And the videos are pretty good. He, he, it, it's doing the same thing where it's going after the keel. I, How I think that's good for them. Learn? You know, yeah. I, I'm happy to let the orcas have the seas because I don't really involve myself in the sea. I stay out and, of it. And generally. listen, when I tell you who who they attacked, Ooh. you're going to understand. Dutch sailor Wim Rutten. Now, uh. I'm sorry. A Dutch sailor named Wim Rutten, no good. He's a 72-year-old <laughs> Dutchman. Can't oh. be up to anything good. Yeah, that's true. If you are a 72-year-old Dutchman, there is a high likelihood that you are a uh, pretty right-wing guy. Yeah, yeah. So. If it's, it's either you're riding a tractor or a yacht. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And not just a little joke for our Dutch listeners. See, the yeah. only good Dutch people are the Dutch people who listen to our podcast. If they don't listen and to our podcast, I mean... Pfft. Yeah. Screw them, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um now in other ocean news, uh check out this report from the Scientific American where great white sharks are surging off Cape Cod. Hmm. Um hundreds of them. Yeah, they're just spotting like a huge mass of of uh great white sharks off of Cape Cod and it's on the eastern side of cape cod so it's not the northern part it's it's the southeastern okay. interesting which i don't know if you know <laughs> yes and all i'm yeah. saying is that must how suck do for we, them anyway how do we how do we give them a map to martha's vineyard <laughs> right do you know yeah. what i mean <laughs> i think andrew i might start paying for like a, a airplane like a to, to just yeah glide over Martha's Vineyard and dump a lot of fish or whatever right. great whites love to eat off the yeah, shores just, of Martha's Vineyard. Right. Just sort of drop a line of blood in the water to take them around Nantucket and, and over to Martha's Vineyard. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, so that's my plan. Um, sort of shark there, GPS. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, I always, you know, there's obviously people on Cape Cod. I have like a, a TikTok mutual who lives in that area that that's like working class type of person. But like, that's why I hope they, I hope they get the message that Cape Cod, that's where the good tasting people live. In, you know in Shalom, I mean? there will be a water spout and become a Sharknado. 
that will then make <laughs> landfall on Martha's it Vineyard. Would, it would make sense for 2023. Who, who is Martha anyway, and why Why does her vineyard apparently take up an I was entire thinking island? Of, I was thinking about that today. Is it is it Martha Washington that they named it after, Martha's or is it just vineyard. some some no-name Martha? Like, why do I Often care? simply called The Vineyard. Okay, well, that's just Ugh. not correct. Ew, ew. And obviously, there's calling more than something one Calling something like The Vineyard is, to me, a vile act. There's no definitive source for the name Martha's Vineyard, but it's thought to be named for the mother-in-law or daughter, both named Martha, of English explorer Bartholomew Gonald. My wife. Okay. <laughs> this, is, this is the thing. This is the thing. Is back, in the 1600s, <laughs> back in the 1600s, you could sail around and land on a piece of land and just name it after somebody you knew. And then we just have to deal with that for the next 400 years what's the what's the like indigenous name of martha's vineyard let's just uh, what is uh, good probably question. we we white people will have difficulty pronouncing it martha's vineyard was known in the massachusetts language as noepe or land amid the streams which is a much better name and actually noepe is so much better i'm not I'm, I'm refusing to call it martha's vineyard now it's noepe um, did you know that back. there's a uh, martha's vineyard secession movement I did. I and I. I hope the you know Wampanoags and and whoever else is there uh, gets it because mm. like succeed, yeah, succeed, and then take over. You know what I yeah, mean? Right. I think that's the plan: is let mm. the silly white people try some some silliness, and then yeah, just be like, yeah, okay. Now that you're not in the U.S., it's ours now. Mm. Land back. Um, next we have my item, which is, uh, this is a totally original idea. Never tried before. Um, mm. new innovative power source for ships. It says giant kites could co- pull po- cargo ships across the ocean and slash their carbon emissions. So, um, yeah, what you do with this, you put a big kite in front of the pla- uh, in front of the ship and the wind sort of pulls it along. Um, and this is, uh, this has never been tried before. Come on, man. It, it's, it's just it's just like it's, <laughs> what's funny is that the 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 kites that are on display here um, are very small. And they're like, not even really kites. They're like um, uh, parachutes, basically. Yeah, basically. And like you could do much better by just having sails appropriately sized to the ship. But also, what's like, what is, happens when the cord that attaches the kite to your ship Snaps. gets caught up in something it yeah. snaps it breaks then your hose like whereas with the sail it's attached to the ship <laughs> the issue with any wind assisted shipping it really comes down to which way the wind is blowing and where do you want to go if the wind is directly yeah. on your nose and that's so the direction true. you want to go there isn't a wind system out there that works well enough for that if only Verily someone had, a truth has been spoken best friend <laughs> if only someone had thought of these problems say hundreds of years ago <laughs> What's funny is the word sail appears in this article twice, but only in the name of the company Sky Sails, which develops these kite based propulsion systems. They don't actually mention the concept of sails generally or like sailing ships. It's a huge enabler for future green fuels. Just like, look, just bring sails back. Capitalism breeds innovation, Andrew. Uh, you know, it's just uh, oh, it's funny that we're going to do sailing ships, but worse. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Speaking of people doing things, but worse, have you heard about this guy who he was like the founder of Braintree and Venmo? 
um, who the blood boy guy. Yeah, uses his his son as his blood boy. I didn't know um, he was the Venmo guy. That yeah, makes he's the Venmo so much guy. More sense. So, um, for whatever reason, the New York Post wrote him up. Um, he's forty five years old. Um, and he's I guess trying to basically cheat death and and achieve an eighteen year old physique. Um, he's you know, not, it's a good thing there's not like there's not like a rich cultural tradition of just mythologies and stories passed down through generations of what happens to people like this. It's a good thing. There's, you know, no forewarnings about how this could possibly end up. It it says he spends upward of $2 million per year to biohack his body into aging backwards. Um, just a whole bunch of how aging works. A whole whole bunch of great little tidbits in this article says, um, in, in addition to swapping blood with his teenage son and taking more than 100 supplements a day, uh, he said his daily routine includes Way consuming. He consumes all of his food for the day before the clock strikes noon. My final meal of the day is at 11 a.m. I eat between 6 and 11 a.m. Um, he's a pr- ta- practitioner of time restricted eating, also referred to as intermittent fasting. Mm-hmm. Um, so also referred to as an eating disorder. Uh, I yeah. actually did that for a little while, and it did work, but it also um, was not fun. And it sucked and it made me very mad a lot of the times. <laughs> um, but I think what it says here, and this is really all that you need to know. It says, um, Brian Johnson, who has also said he uses a machine to count his nighttime erections and has taken steps to make his rectum perform like a teenager. Perform, perform, perform is an interesting word. Yeah. Um, I don't usually think of my rectum performing, no, you know, I, I mean, to each their own. We're not trying to kink shame or shame sex workers or anything, but like, yeah, um, but uh, yeah. he made $800 million selling brain tree payment solutions to eBay. Um, and now I guess he just has nothing better to do than like basically work out and take supplements all day. So this is the thing, though, is he does not look well. <laughs> I think yeah, that's the thing when you look at him, it's like, I don't know, man, all these like rich fuckwads look weird. Like there's something wrong. Like there's some, some deep, like animal part of my brain that goes, uh, they don't what? look natural cause they are clearly aging, but they are like undergoing procedures and so on to try and make it look like they didn't age. And it's just, it's weird. You know, it, it just, it doesn't work. It's just not normal. Do you know what I mean? These like, people just need to confront mortality, frankly. These people are on a process of of trying to to halt the pro- the progression of time on their body. I have been in the process of just becoming more and more normal. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. Like for me, get back. I became to normal. Get back to normal. <laughs> get back. To normal. You know what I mean? Like that's what I just want to tell these people. Just like, have you ever thought about maybe just becoming normal? Yeah. Have you thought about that? But they just are allergic to it. It's a skill you know? issue. Yeah. They need to read the books, read the manuals. Mm-hmm. Then then they'll understand that the folly of this sort of act. Um, speaking of acts, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Turns turns my cedar on. Speaking of Acts, open up your Bible. <laughs> <laughs> to Acts. You know, you <laughs> chapter know, two. <laughs> Another person uh We've had a lot of fun death, here today. Paul, Paul the Apostle. <laughs> 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 
You know who can reverse aging? <laughs> um, let's let's talk about John of Patmos. Um, so, so Lazarus, uh, folks. The the great they the great country the of uh, the great untru- the great country of France Fr- is up to more shenanigans. Um, mm-hmm. And I thought this was interesting to point out because you know. Sometimes us on the left, we love to look at the rioting and destruction and protesting that takes place in France. And we go, see, look, look. And that's why things are good there. Like we, 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 we sort of feel jealous of like, why can't it be like that here? You know, if we could, if we could just get this energy, things would change in our country. But I think they're running up against the same thing that makes us the way we are. Yeah. Where like, well, the, the government's just no longer responsible. <laughs> yeah. They they just, France just realized, oh, we just like turn our police into an occupying force of like a military force and uh, you don't got to worry. Yeah. So they've yeah, recently no, we, passed. We yeah. set the standard for the rest of the world, basically, is the thing. Yeah. Especially and the reason I said, to, I said yeah. act, speaking of acts, is because they've passed basically like a Patriot Act. Oh, great. Um, yeah. Which, good, good which piece allows of model legislation. Nice. <laughs> yeah. From, <laughs> quoting from Le Mans, the, the article here, French police should be able to spy on suspects by remotely activating the camera, microphone and GPS of their phones and other devices. Lawmakers agreed on Wednesday, July 5th. Part of a wider justice reform bill, the spying provision has been attacked by both the left and the right's defenders as an authoritarian snoopers charter. Though Justice Minister Eric Dupont Moretti insist it would only it would affect only dozens of cases a year oh okay, okay yeah great yeah <laughs> french police should be able to spy on suspects by remotely activating the camera microphone wait uh that's i just accidentally pasted twice um we're far away from the totalitarianism of 1984 george orwell's novel about a society under total surveillance dupont moretti said people's lives will be saved by the law he added this is just so Citation familiar needed <laughs> Like, first of all, what, like, when you're saying, like, this isn't like, this isn't like 1984, this is Orwellian to me, okay? When you, yeah. when you have to start out and be like, look, uh, just to put it out there, this isn't like 1984, okay? Now we know it's like 1984. Our, our law allowing us to uh, view and hear everything from the device that is, you know, permanently on you is totally different from 1984. Uh, and yeah. I will not be elaborating. At this time. And like people's lives will be saved. Like that's like a George W. Bush line through and yeah. through. You know, like we've been through this and we can tell you how it goes, France. Uh, and it's not I think, good. Yeah. And I think you made a good point here that like it's the same problem in France as with here, which is just like the government not being accountable to the people and just sort of doing whatever they want. Um, yeah. And, there's, uh, there's, there's yeah. not like any sort of like, uh, desire by people who are in those leadership positions, those government positions to like do the best for the people. It's entirely an oligarchy of people looking out for number one. Emmanuel Macron's whole thing, his, his two terms in office as president of France have basically been about doing things that are deeply unpopular because he thinks that they like are necessary and the right thing to do. Like, Oh, we have to reform uh our retirement system by making it worse and we have to do all this stuff because you know it's uh it's economically or whatever the right thing to do and the fact that you disagree with it is like not relevant to me you know 
Yeah, I mean, he's 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 no different. I mean, it's no different than having like a king and an aristocracy. Like that. I mean, I said that several seasons ago. The worst technocracy kind of thing, where it's like, oh, there's a correct solution to our problems, and all opposition to it is just. But I even think we've moved. We've moved from technocracy to where these people aren't even arguing that there's some sort of inherent reason to do this. They just. They just are doing well, it by to. virtue of my power. Yeah. By virtue of me knowing better than you is all it comes down to. Like, right. It's not, just not to essentialize, but I'm correct sort of thing. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Hit the yeah. nail on the head. I've been getting peckish, Andrew, so do you mind if I break into no, some please, snacks go ahead. here? Let's uh, head on over warning to... for people of misophonia. Uh, you yeah. want to skip the next several minutes i guess honestly they shouldn't listen to our show i don't care about those people i don't care if we lose <laughs> them, them from the show <laughs> yeah you're not welcome here like it's a, yeah. this is a you problem stop trying to make it i want to be like ooh, i can't ooh, i don't like the sound of it ooh, i don't like when you say moist like people like that i get wrecked like that fix yourselves come to jesus get normal <laughs> you know what i mean that's not a normal way to be yeah. It's weird. All right. So the first thing up here is Migos white cheddar with a dab of ranch gourmet mm. popcorn. Mm-hmm. Get it? Dab. 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 Oh, it says dabbing is a lifestyle. I think mm-hmm. that's true. Okay. Okay. It doesn't it doesn't smell of anything. So that's mm. that's concerning. Mm. Oh, it's more than a dab of ranch, my friend. Oh, okay. It's a very cheesy ranch, but it's very good. Interesting. Um, hmm. I would like this on a format that wasn't popcorn, though. Yeah, that does honest. seem like a slightly unusual flavor for popcorn. And I've just become such a such a whore for for uh, movie theater popcorn and perfecting that. that I, all other you know, popcorn just kind of pales. Yeah, I, so I've been, you know, having microwave popcorn for some time, but on my vacation recently, we got popcorn from, like, you know, a genuine popcorn stand, and I, I watched them put the flavor coal on it, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh boy, and it was delicious, mm-hmm. you know? I don't know what they you put guys, in that stuff, but uh, it's You guys good. can do it at your house, too. I keep telling people. I don't know if we talked about it on the show, but, like... The flavor coal method. Get get a get flavor coal... Get it's you get like a thing of it and it'll last you forever because you only use like a really small amount. And then and you get, like get a, giant a whirly pop, <clears throat> like the whirly pop is great. And then just get popcorn kernels, that's all you need. And then salt and maybe like whatever oil you want to cook it in. Yeah. I use ghee, but you can use coconut oil, whatever, like a high heat oil. So, all right, next on the line is ooh, wavy master P honey barbecue chips. Mm. So, hopefully, these, Didn't you have these something don't make like me say last Ugh. week. I'm kind of I had, chip, but I, it wasn't. It was, this is like a Ruffles type chip. Yeah, the other one was like had no flavor to it. What was okay. it? I don't know. It's in the show notes, but these look orange. Um, I see a lot of powder on them. The other ones had like no powder. So, oh man, Master P, mm. No Limit Soldier, yeah. This is the P stands for potato because he's he's the master of potatoes. <laughs> potato mm. chips, that is. Mm. Man, I'm eating these and it's just like, man, this is. It good. must be good. Yeah. I can't talk. It's so good. 
Okay. Those are de- buy those. Buy those. They're incredible. Um next is not not a wrap snack because you know too much wrap snacks, you know, I got to I got to cool. Right. It. We don't want to listen. You know, we don't want you to think that we are bought and sold by the wrap snacks company. Right. Um although, so, you know, we can be bought and sold. Sponsorship opportunities are available. Yeah. Send us send us send us money. Yeah. Um now these are Takis and they're a new flavor called Dragon Sweet Chili fascinating um they're on the hot bar they're just one level down from the top so um we'll see see how that goes takis are i haven't had takis in a while they're so good i don't know that i've ever had takis they're not very common around here Mm, yeah i can see that to say um they're not that okay wait no they're hot okay yeah no there Mm -hmm. it goes yeah. Ooh, it's a slow. Ooh, it's a slow it's burn. It's not too yeah. intense, but it's a slow burn. I can if you eat a bunch of them, it's gonna compound. Takis are great because it feels like you're eating an M80, like you're just <laughs> eating a firecracker. <laughs> yeah, that's like the shape and the consistency. Okay, the the sweetness, super good. Yeah. Uh, get those, get those new Takis. They're pretty great. That's my review. Mm-hmm. What does it say on their product description page? Like what, what kind of chili are we working with here? What does it say? Uh, uh, uh conquer the dragon with Takis dragon. I do feel like I just conquered the dragon right now, actually. Um, says here, each, each crisp and crunchy bite of the new world tortilla chip is filled with pepper. spicy, sweet chili flavor. Oh yeah. Uh, pretty good. Yep. Pretty good. Nice. Pretty good. All right. So hopefully, hopefully all the the weird misophonia people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you can are come back, back now. now. I, I don't know how they're gonna find out if they quit listening, but you know that's not my problem. <laughs> you know what? That's what I keep saying. That's a them problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, next we have crowd favorite segment for sure, man. Um, mm, you got yes. the first item here. Which is oh, uh, um, t- the the heading for it is replacement Putin, which is a phrase that's going to live in my brain for a little while. Re- replacement Putin. <laughs> <laughs> this is a from 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 user. I mean, their username is Nancy zero two three nine two one nine one. First name bunch of numbers. One, yeah. one of the classic types of poster. <laughs> right, but the name the name you know their whatever their their. Yeah, thing is, this is this Q- is the default username like mechanism on Twitter. Basically, it's, it's Qmum. They Q-mum. go by Qmum. Yeah, truth or mum? Trump supporter. Uh, expose the satanic pedos. Yada yada yada. Uh, so a well-adjusted person. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, this tweet, I I just like found it in the wild somehow, like by going through replies. I don't know how I got to this, but it, I'm glad I did. The real Putin was evil. Okay. Okay. The Russian military arrested and executed him. A okay. double has taken over the role. He was part of the plan for the Great Awakening. So, attach some weird screenshot of a conspiracy Context theory website yeah. that says Putin's ex-wife states that the real Vladimir died a long time ago and replaced by a body double. And then if you look at this person's like tweets, you'll see like uh, replies with like examples and photos and things. And what do you see? What what do you notice about all of these photos, Andrew? 
birthday. <laughs> it's it's a photo from when Putin was young to now. And it's like, look, he looks different. And it's like, yeah, that tends to happen. Yeah, that's that's how it works. People have gotten so brain addled that they don't understand how time works. How anymore. aging like, works. Yeah. We're in a new dark age, truly. This is like, just peasant mindset. It's, it's so bad. It's true that he had fewer wrinkles, uh, no gray hair, and overall slimmer face in the year 2000 than 23 years later than <laughs> okay, that. Okay, Andrew, but how do you explain his hairline receding, huh? How do you explain that? <laughs> just so ridiculous. Do you understand people, that? It's just like the stupidest there's people. A, there's a reply here where someone's taken a photo, this, done the same thing with Kim Jong-un, and they have a photo <laughs> from 2013 and a photo of 2020, and they're like, he's been replaced as well. <laughs> Whiter hairline, rounder nose. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, he's my boy, gained a little my weight. Boy, my boy put on some weight. Who yeah. amongst us, okay? You know what I mean? Bodies mm-hmm. change. That's, what else, what that's else are you going to do in North Korea, you know? <laughs> the, there's a really good reply down here and why does putin look like dave mustaine <laughs> is he the actor playing putin <laughs> i never noticed this about dave mustaine but dave mustaine low-key looks like metal hair putin <laughs> so, imagine that reveal it comes out on stage and is like I have lied to you. It turns out I'm Dave Mustaine. <laughs> you, <laughs> Iron Maiden opens up the show and uh, yeah. they're playing that wide Putin song. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. They should do that just, just for fun. Mm-hmm. Um, also in speaking of uh, Putin, have you heard about World War three. It was, it was trending on, I, on Twitter. Of course. Yeah. Um, and I, all of the tweets that are about it are like confusing and vague. And I don't know, like, was there something that precipitated people talking about world war three? And I kind of couldn't grok what, what exactly made people all talking about this. No, um, I don't know. but this is truly galaxy brain. It's a, it's an image. It, I mean, the, 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 <laughs> the, um, only text in this is someone says the the person posting it terrible space comma space but is a fact and it's just an, yeah what do you can you explain this image so, andrew so the first image is labeled so it, instead of being labeled world war one world war two world war three uh it's labeled one world war two world war three world war etc so uh one world war that would be world war one is represented with a vickers machine gun world war two is represented with a, an mg42 and World War Three is represented by a camcorder that is firing syringes out of the lens and uh, spitting bundles of dollar <laughs> bills out the side. Where the cassette is supposed to be, it just produces dollars somehow. Yeah, or I guess it's meant to be feeding those in like ammunition. Oh, Money goes oh, it's in. A, Money it's goes a belt. in, it's and, a they, mo- and the camera fires syringes out. Um, <laughs> utterly bizarre. Um, I, just, I just don't understand what is going on here. And then the um, OP replies and says, I understand why they attack me. I said a truth, but uh hard hand for everyone. I said a truth. I said a truth. <laughs> we should. Okay, Andrew, I'm adding it to the, to the, <laughs> <laughs> I said a truth. Terrible, but is a fact thing I made up. <laughs> Terrible, but is a fact. 
<laughs> Terrible, but is a uh, fact the worst hand-drawn image you've ever seen in your life. Um, <laughs> um speaking of terrible, but is a fact. Speaking uh, of the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Literally the greatest tragedy here. Uh, <sighs> this is user Handscales, aka the English idiot who is well well, at least they know what they're about (laughs) yeah it is what it says on the tin as they like to say over there in jolly old england it's uh i went through their tweets and they are very english and they are very idiotic um they have like a wojack um flat cap guy is there right it's so strange like well so close to self-awareness but so far away from it (laughs) yeah importantly they this is a tweet that's a quote tweet um yeah. by of a tweet by sargon of akkad one of the dumbest idiots to ever do it just a yeah. complete moron uh and, on and, YouTube. and mr mr carl benjamin speaking carl of benjamin. benjamins he's one of those um, guys who talks in a way that tries to sound smart but if you listen to the <laughs> words he's actually saying he says it's, it like he says yeah. it like this. I, I have to use this voice when I read when I'm going to read his tweet. Now, accompanying mm. the tweet is a picture of a, a pretty a lady of a, of a TikTok, a screenshot yeah. of a TikTok where it says nothing can prepare you for the moment when you made the only fans money, but you still aren't happy. And now no man in the world is going to want you, which uh, source. Uh, yeah, also that isn't true i think i think you'll find plenty of men who will still want you just fine yeah but uh, pl- pl- i you know i sympathize that you probably aren't finding those men at the moment but i promise you they exist <laughs> yeah um the two of them are on this show you know mm. uh we love you we would accept you <laughs> andrew don't give me the horny bonk i've never been horny not once That's in my not life funny. it's it's never happened you cannot accuse me of being horny yeah. i want all the listeners to know i only yearn and long okay Mm. that's it i will never be horny um let me read it in my sargon voice only fans is a faustian pact that ends with you giving your soul to mistopheles what it i i don't i don't know this is the thing is because uh guys like carl benjamin are also skeptics you know they're like notable (laughs) skeptics and they're like new atheist types and and yet they're like Talking such about a Faustian weird... bargains with Mephistopheles. It's like, but you don't believe it's... in any of that. I mean, you know, it's in a Petersonian sense, it does line up why they think this way. Because they're they're brain addled from this weird right wing shit. Yeah. Um, now, the English you know, idiot. You know what I have to say about that is terrible, but is a fact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what? I said a truth. Um, <laughs> so I know so why the they English, attacked me. The English idiot responds with. Can I do an English accent here? Let me try. Um, you, you know can. what? And also, it's never racist. Any any English person or British person who do is offended interact. by this <laughs> and doesn't want to listen, do not interact. Get off the pod. We don't want you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he's going to say, they have traded everything that they have had of true value for petty empires of dirt that will wither away to nothing. You know, they've got that weird British speech impediment is what I'm going for. Yeah. Why do all the, why do so many British people have that? Is there a reason for that? Sorry, I'm getting distracted. Truly a magic fate, a tragic fate for everyone's daughter. Only good parents can save their daughters from this fate. I just uh, want to say, so, uh, I don't know if they knowingly realized that they uh, referenced the Nine Inch Nails song Hurt, but they did. <laughs> Empires of Dirt. <laughs> <laughs> 
they probably only know it from the Johnny Cash cover that but they like to put over their videos. It all. You know Penny what I mean? Empires of dirt. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, Truly a, a tragic, tragic fate. <laughs> If you showed this tweet to Johnny I Cash, will save you from this fate. He would he would ask where this person is and and like punch them. He would go to their home and punch them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. This these people are so weird. Why are they so weird? A Faustian pact. <laughs> I'm gonna have to train an AI on Johnny Cash's voice to have it sing some of these tweets because it's that's in my brain. <laughs> You know what? Your somebody who's good at somebody who's good at computers, please do this for us. That's that's the only use for AI. Terrible, but is a fact. <laughs> oh no! Why is Jonah Hill trending? Oh no! Oh, um, he's been canceled for for being a, a oh, misogynist. Shit. Andrew, yeah. this is I'm, gonna I'm, this I'm is gonna suck it. for me. Well, this is gonna suck no, for let me, me. Let so me bad. tell you why. Um, I know that a lot of people compare to you, you to Jonah Hill, but that is not an accurate comparison anymore because what happened to Jonah Hill is he lost a lot of the weight and became mm. just a boring, normal guy. Like, he's he not interesting anymore. Yeah. Actually, I don't know. He got unnormal because he bleached well, his hair. Well, evidently, yes. Yeah. He, so he's, he was normal and he got unnormal. Right. That, that pisses me off. He's, you he's know? skinny now and he has, like, no redeeming qualities anymore. So... It's whenever, like, I, you know what, like, no judgment about people's bodies, whatever, but like, also, this is if what you're happened. aiming, if you're aiming to lose weight <laughs> like that and you're doing it to that extent, you start to look a little weird. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not like yeah. it, you can tell some people's bodies don't want to look like that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And they need to, yeah. like, just accept what your body want to look like. Mm -hmm. I, that's all I'm saying. Um, who's our next for sure man here? Oh, this is mine. Um, this is just, uh, Utterly wild. Um, it says here, children conceived when the mother didn't have a climax are not ensouled, by the way. When what? it dies, its spirit neither goes to heaven nor hell. It is just destroyed like that of animals. <laughs> what? <laughs> I just... I... I um, the, the utter confidence with which you state something that is this insane... <laughs> You like, know, you uh, by know the way, that's they're not insult. Like, I obviously, I think that's apparent to everyone that um, you know it's going to be wacky when the person has that kind of cross and a flaming heart in their in their yeah user, mm -hmm. in their field. Like, well, they're at his Byzantium, so yeah. Um, <laughs> insult. You had to see this way or not insult. By the way, um, when they when they die, their spirit just gets destroyed. Um, I think we all know that, you know, that seems pretty obvious, right? So what's the, what's the tweet she's replying to girls who don't mind never receiving orgasms and oral sex versus girls who insist upon them. Yeah. And oh, it's, um, it, it's weird. Cause I don't even understand that either. Cause it's, it's like, like a Pixar versus, or like Disney animation versus DreamWorks thing. Yeah. Cause it's like Pixar women or whatever on the left side. And then on the right side is, um, princess fiona in her ogre form from shrek it's like all right whatever. i don't i don't, I don't even know what that means i don't know like what does this, this mean do you know what, I mean? what does any do of this mean do you, you're all do you think crazy about, <laughs> do you think about cartoons like who, no like why i don't would, think what? about cartoons no. like this 
That's so weird. I don't, I don't, I try not to relate to media in this way. I don't think it's healthy. Oh man. Yeah. Speaking of, speaking of unhealthily relating to things, um, Mm -hmm. there's a great tweet here from at Elon economy. Strong start. Um, and what this is here is, uh, this is a, uh, AI generated photo of Elon Musk kissing a, uh, Android woman thing. Oh, um, gosh. And it says here, imagine if he invented an ultra advanced AI with a working uterus to be his life partner. No human could match his intellect, but with her, he finally found peace, a twin, beautiful mind. Their children will be the cyborg hybrid demigods that rule Mars for all of eternity. Very cool. I, Very cool. I, in the past, we would have just had people like this drawing funny snails on illuminated manuscripts. This is and living apart from society, and it was good. This is you the know? thing: is I I looked at this and I thought, surely this is like some sort of parody or satire. Um, and I was looking through this person's timeline, and I I genuinely cannot tell. I think it might be actually genuine. It's it's impossible to distinguish. But they tweet about Man. Elon a lot and not in a way that is like obviously parodical. So part of the really good thing about Twitter's downfall is that it's still a busy box for these kind of people, but its reach has diminished. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was hard to find. It's been getting hard to find stuff for for sure, man. Like it, it's just a messier website. And you know what? I think that's good. Wall this thing off as much as pop- possible. Like it's a containment zone. And let these guys cook in here, you know, just let them fight it out. (laughs) Like now more than ever, we really do need like a a separate little social media island for these type of people. Cause, cause this is gross. This is just disturbing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like who thinks like this? (laughs) Well, uh, yeah, I have the same question about our next one. This is from at papal supremacy. And this was posted on July 4th, so on Independence Day. They say, America's future is to embrace the Catholic faith. Protestantism will die out. Catholicism will be the official religion. The Statue of Liberty is replaced with the Pope. The sun is rising (laughs) on a Roman Catholic America. I just want to say, good luck to you. (laughs) Do you you know how many American Protestants do not trust Catholics still? (laughs) Yeah, although there are a lot of Catholic people in charge, so... I don't envision them turning against them because all their class and cultural interests align. So it is Still, a funny though, there's, thing. There's, there's it's 0% not percent chance that they cut down the Statue of Liberty and put a statue of the Pope up. That I mean, that more is. likely the the Vatican replaces St. Paul with a with an American flag or something like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like to put a statue of Trump up or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I could see something like that happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next, we have uh, Bourbon cells coping and seething. This is uh, apparently someone still wanting to relitigate, um, (laughs) you know, historical issues. This is um, saying it again. The French Revolution and its consequences have been a disaster to humanity. Um, Um, I just want to say, take this L. (laughs) You you lost, buddy, hundreds of years ago. (laughs) Like... They even try like the French Revolution failed and they tried to do the king thing again and then it failed again because it is so bad. But, you know, whatever. I just don't understand the kind of guy who 
Thinks, yearns thinks, for monarchy. Yeah, like... And, like, what, absolute like, monarchy at that. What kind of weird sort of domination thing are you... Are you is, yeah, like, permanently wired into your brain? Like, I, I think it must just be, like, the logical conclusion of Retervanism, where you're like, you know, not only should we go back to the 1950s, we should actually go back to the 1550s. <laughs> um, and, you know, I'm going to get my scythe and head out to the field. Um... You know. But none of these guys are doing that. That's the, what's funny no. is like these are well, all these people don't imagine type, that they like, would be serfs in a feudal system. They imagine they'd at least be vassals, right? Which is foolish because that's just not going to be the case. You know. You know, it's, with this writer strike going on, I'm just going to give a suggestion to CV producers. Like, you could do. I would be okay with you doing a reality series where you take people like this, like Retervan people, and you make them live in a medieval society. Yeah. Right. For for like a year and just sort of document a sort of medieval survivor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would love to see that. So somebody yeah. needs to make that happen. Ye oldie survivor. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it's sort of the same thing as the uh, the career workism people in that they imagine that they are going to be the ones on top, and and that 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 is typically not the case. Um, yeah, I, but, you know, it's like it will never happen. Um, next we have. Oh no, this it's an is, Owen Benjamin one. Oh no, oh no. Oh, do you do you know of Owen Benjamin? This this person not familiar of, to me. I know of Owen um, Benjamin from early Twitter. Okay, uh, yeah. this is a good one. Um, so this is they posted some newsreel footage of like nuclear testing. It says it's weird that the nuclear blast vaporized brick houses, but not the old timey camera recording it. It's because nukes are fake. Hiroshima and Nagasaki never had any fallout radiation. The whole narrative and all the evidence is absurd. Um, what? Uh, and uh, they just seem to, they have their list of responses to people's complaints, which are not actual responses. Um, they seem to not be aware of the existence of long lenses that you can put a camera really far away from something. Um, and it, this it is, would be effectively un, unaffected. Um, they do say, they say here, yes, the whole world can be, quote, in on it ever since the creation of the United Nations. As, I'm just imagining that, like, this is the, the biggest conspiracy possible, right? Is like the entire world is conspiring to make you think that nuclear weapons exist and breed fear. Like how, how it's literally like the so government much, of every country on earth. <laughs> it's so much more easy to believe. I, I believe this is a guy who is platformed by Leo Laporte too. I just want to oh, interest that out there. That's, yeah. that's where I I'm remembering. That's where I learned about him from. So good job, Leo. Laporte. I, I prescribe uh, this person to watch uh, Oppenheimer in 70 millimeters uh, and then come back to me. Yeah. Um, and they can actually do it. Um, it, the IMAX in Hawaii, and then they can go tour the volcano right after. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Speaking mm -hmm. of volcanoes, uh, you're going to love this one. <clears throat> uh, it says, honestly, I don't care about CO2 climate change anymore. Easily solved with current technology. Care more about air pollution, heavy metals, microplastics, etc. It's annoying that climate change took over environmentalism. What, what, do, you, what do you think about that? What, um, if current technology already solves this then how do you explain that it hasn't put a dent in it 
then. Well, it's it's that we have the technology, but we haven't done it, uh, is, is my understanding. Because someone, someone replied to them says, what is the current technology that solves this in practice? Um, and they reply, volcano stuff into atmosphere, iron into ocean, probably some other stuff as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, probably some other stuff. Yeah. That's, I love the blase of like, yeah, climate change. We figured it out. We just aren't doing anything about it, but we know how to, we know how to fix it. It's like, guys, I'm so bored I'm with moving this. On Can we move this. on? Yeah. <laughs> oh, would thank you, you Brian. Would you quit yelling Brian about Lou? this? Like, it hurts my ears, frankly. <laughs> what a type of guy. What a type of guy. Okay, who's like, stuff guys, in the atmosphere, so iron and ocean. Probably some blah, other blah, stuff blah. as well. We figured it out. I don't know how, but we have. Okay. Yeah. I care a lot more about it. microplastics. Why does he care about microplastics? Heavy metals. Like, care, I care like, more about air pollution. Well, I have bad news for you about what CO2 is. <laughs> the pe- You know what's funny, Andrew? I've noticed recently that like more and more conservative people I know are like accepting climate change. Like it's, it's hard not to when it affects you personally. Yeah, but they, they just... They've just decided to be like, oh, you yeah, mean well, accepting you know, in like a sort of like, well, you know, whatever happens, yeah. happens kind of like, way. but I, usually they didn't acknowledge that it was real. But right. Now before they acknowledge before that it's it real. was climate change is false. Now, now it's, it's happening, but there's nothing we could do about it. And they're sick of, and they're like, oh, shut up. But what, whatever. Oh, well. And it's like, you move from, it's not real to, are we still talking about this? Like, yeah. what? Aren't you over <laughs> and, that? Like, listen, have you noticed Andrew? Something that I, I mean, I've noticed this street signs and plastics and paint and everything doesn't last anymore. Like Mm. everything on this earth is now sun scorched. Have you, I don't know if it's that way in Ohio, but it's that Uh, way in California. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How do you explain that? This was never a problem all growing up. Like mm. you just put up the Burger King sign and it lasted for like 20 years. I'm so glad you asked, Darren. It's because we took the lead out of the gasoline. Oh yeah, that's definitely what it was. <laughs> yeah. The lead totally. was actually protecting us. <laughs> yeah. The lead when the you, lead was when good you burn for us. leaded gasoline, the lead rises up into the atmosphere and it forms a protective shield around the earth. It's a gaseous protective coating. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's its own atmosphere. I, I, gosh, yeah. I can't believe I did. I'm so stupid. And I'm actually, I'm, so I'm working with the Venmo founder. Guy. I think that if he <laughs> takes some lead, it will help protect his internal organs. Um, just a little bit, you know? Yeah. Okay. So. Speaking of, of internal and external organs, mm. have you, uh, have you heard about the latest new, new uh, thing to return? To us, um, yeah, um, you know, you you put this in your syphilis is making a comeback, and I thought that's great. You know, another. Um, Do you get another, it though? It's making person. a comeback. Do you get it? Yes, I got it. Because um, where syphilis happens, you know, they it? tried to do cancel culture to syphilis, but uh, <laughs> it's just too, the, the appeal is just too strong. <laughs> yeah, I saw this because I saw the the New York Times was reporting um, uh, antibi- antibiotic shortage. Um, mm could fuel rise in syphilis rates and I'm all what now so is this yeah. something where they aren't producing enough of something because they don't have the raw materials or they aren't producing enough of something because they're incompetent it's it's the first one um okay. but it's also the fact that syphilis has been rising so like since uh. 2000 we we had um I, I don't know there was something like like a few thousand cases back then. And now it's like 1,700, 
176,713 cases in 2021, which mm-hmm. is an increase of nearly 75% since just 2017, That's according to CDC. Not great. And I, I, I saw this, Andrew, because when I was looking through the for sure man type stuff and delving into the gross corners of Twitter, I saw a lot of people talking about like, oh, oh, you guys, you guys want to accept LGBTQ IA plus plus plus. But but you look at this syphilis because gays syphilis is on the rise. Um, you want to know where the sources for most of this is from straight people and uh, even more disturbingly congenital syphilis triples during that four-year period to 2,855 cases, including 220 stillbirths. Um, So the reason is that there's a shortage of the antibiotic that's used to treat syphilis combined with a lack of screening and people like just getting STI screenings. Mm -hmm. So Hmm. I love when people see something and they go, Oh, obviously everyone just must've gotten worse. If we like, they're so misanthropic and self-hating that they got to blame humanity when it's like, obviously like nobody can go to the doctor. <laughs> like nobody, where do you get screened? Like for right. most people, especially like working and poor people, you know? Right. So there's right. a shortage of penicillin of a, a type of penicillin called bicillin LA, which is long acting injectable. Um, and the company cited significant increases in demand because of the rising rate of rising rate of syphilis infections, as well as Bicillin's recent use as an alternative to amoxicillin, um, which has also been scarce Mm. and Mm. general infections and like strep throat and stuff like that have been on the right. I mean, you dealt with this, right? Like, I, yeah, (laughs) like so many people I know have been getting like just random weird infections and it's uh yeah probably un uncorrelated to climate change which which you know our buddy um in the previous saint Simon Lou assured yeah. us that we we fixed it yeah so um easily solved <laughs> David Harvey I don't think it's the same David Harvey <laughs> executive director of the National Coalition of STD Directors. They might want to change the name of that. I don't know. Yeah, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> Are you you in charge of the STDs? Yeah. It sounds bad, bro. I feel like you uh, should stop doing your work. <laughs> what are you doing? Hey, wait it's a, a minute. trade association for public health associations. Oh, so. okay. Um, said rates of syphilis, chlamydia, and gonorrhea are all surging, quote unquote, in part due to a public health landscape that is stretched dangerously thin, resulting in a lack of STI prevention, testing, and treatment. He and others criticized Pfizer for inadequately pro- inadequate production of the drug, given the decades-long trajectory of syphilis infections. Mr. Mm. Harvey also denounced the Biden administration for agreeing in the debt ceiling to slash 400 million from the CDC's budget for STI prevention. Oh, yeah. I mean, we don't need that. It's like, oh, yeah, that's obviously what it is, right? And you know what? It's funny for Pfizer to, like, be the people who push Bluetooth, um, <laughs> but then, like, not make the thing that cures right. syphilis. Yeah. Like, well, because I'm sure this on. doesn't really make them any money. Uh, like, you know? I don't know. So. They must be losing money, though, because, like, more people whose dicks don't work are not going to be taking blue. Ch- like, if, they, if, they're, if, they, if it's just falling off or whatever, yeah. <laughs> you know, 
Um, and then another person said, here's a prime example of why leaving public health to the free market can be disastrous. Tim Horn, director of medical access to the national lines of state and territorial AIDS directors and advocacy groups said in an email since 2013, the price of bus LA has increased an astonishing 275%. Um, and why that's such a bummer is there's been a 700% increase in cases of congenital syphilis in the United States, which is where it's passed from the mother to the child. And it's like, it's super lethal without the treatments, um, mm. which people aren't able to get. It's like fully preventable. You know, if you screen a mother who has it, you can prevent it. But mothers, pregnant mothers are not getting screened. They don't have access to the stuff that they need. And, uh, and you know, this is all a lot of the places in the Southwest and in the South of the United States. So, yeah, it's just like a, it's, it's a bummer and it's, but it's just like a, I don't know. I wanted to share it cause it's like such a s- sort of symptom. It's like a, it's like a common thing of like what's going on these days. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, everything's just sort of falling apart. It. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, it's just a bummer. Um, but like, to me, that stuff is like a, a wake up call to like what we're really dealing with. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So well, speaking of regressing, uh, Miles Klee has an article in Rolling Stone about anti sunscreen influencers. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, this is um, it's an embedded tweet here from James Middleton, a fitness coach in the UK. Uh, and his tweet says high levels of vitamin D make it almost impossible to develop an autoimmune disease. This would put pharmaceutical companies in the healthcare industry out of business. Think about it for a minute. They need you to believe that the sun is bad. And then it says, <laughs> they tell you that this is bad for you. And it's a photo of the sun. And then it says, so they can sell you this. And it's a photo of pills and banana boat sunscreen. If you understand this, the sun is, the sun is like your friend and they want to make you think it's evil in many such cases. Yeah. Um, it's interesting to me because this seems like something that, is like if you take this advice you will very quickly learn that it's wrong so (laughs) like i don't really understand why they're even bothering because like like if you go outside you don't put sunscreen on and you get sunburned you know like you're gonna think twice about that i think if you get a bad enough sunburn but uh um it says here uh the data on skin cancers, etc., is overwhelmed by a particular blend of internet-fueled ideologies known as conspirituality. This is where Ooh. quack pseudoscience meets quasi-religious beliefs about how our bodies work, and suspicion of any chemical substance, whether in vaccines, pills, or lotions, is addressed by the pre-modern wisdom of the ages. Such influencers not only encourage you to think of the sun as exclusively nourishing and sustaining like a benevolent God, but also tell you that sunblock inhibits your production of vitamin D, even though the evidence indicates a negligible effect on this process. So this is the other thing, too, is they, they, they try to say, like, they'll be like, oh, you know, people in the Middle Ages didn't have sunscreen. You know, they just got sunburned, whatever. Um, uh, says here, you know, um, the notion people is in the Middle to- Ages also had trees. The notion is connected to romanticized <laughs> concepts of traditional lifestyles coupled with the assumption that our ancestors didn't use sun protection. They did. And yeah, like, if you've ever seen a photo of like a, a, a Tuareg or like, you know, anyone from the Arabian Peninsula, like they're wearing stuff to protect them from the sun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just like such a, it's, 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 it's always all built off of 
ignorance about history and and right. so much so much of this comes down to like really the conservatives did a huge coup and won so much when they like decimated the american education system and i assume the british education system like over over a period of time because it's just produced people with like no context for anything mm-hmm. so they just believe all this wackadoodle stuff because they're you know in their mind they're going from first principles but it's like you're reinventing the wheel but you're re- inventing it in the shape of a triangle mm. <laughs> like right <laughs> it's it's uh it's pretty preposterous um good thing we're better than them though yep good thing we're not like that because that would be a bummer that's correct <laughs> um i'm trying to figure out how to work in a kingly, ma- kingly manner but i don't know mm. i'm just as for me i'm just gonna eat more of these talkies and uh put on my sunscreen and uh not look weird and i'm gonna get normal that's what i'm, I'm gonna, gonna do during our break here i'm gonna investigate more about this grimace and barney situation i feel like there's something they're not telling us i have no idea what i'm doing i was not prepared for this I'm trying and I'm learning. Thank you for your patience. There's so many mistakes I have already made, but I'm working to be better day by day. And I think I'm gonna make it, but for now I'll say I have no idea what I'm doing. I have no idea what I'm doing. 